0: Weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. It is Tuesday night, January 18th, 2022. We're back at it, dog. Back, back, feels like a Monday, right? Because it was a long weekend. But I got the kids here, you know, doing homework. It gets showering, showering. I used to say, I like saying showering because I used to have a fucking paisa friend in high school. He was sick, mean ESL, we're aprendiendo, we're. I was Pablo, I think, or Pedro, we and that fool was, hey, did you take a shower today? He, that was his like his little joke, right? Like, did you take a shower today? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I did. Fool I took a shower today, doc. Ah, uh, no, you didn't take no shower today. And that was like his little joke. And shout out to that fool. Uh, so I, I still today say shower because of that guy. You know, not a lot of men impacted my life like that. That guy has, <laughs> right? For me to still be quoting this fool 30 years later anyways uh, it was Martin Luther King weekend and uh, you know he was a great bro he was great right that that speech still holds up today and unfortunately we're not really following you know even though we take time to remember a great man like Martin Luther King jr. uh... We still are, are very house divided. Ay, ay, ay. I don't want to get a political here, dog. Like, I know what I'm talking about. But... Hey, look, me pensar, we, ese, ese señor, Like Cesar Chavez, right? Like, Cesar Chavez is, was kind of like that to us, dog. Um, and again, guys, I don't know a lot for this, you know. But what I'm trying to say is that he did such great things with less. Martin Luther King did such amazing things for his people... What, in the 50s and 60s? I think it was the 60s when he got assassinated. When it was the worst time to be an African-American, right? The worst, right? Just getting mistreated and, you know, and that goes for all colored people, including us, right? Uh, but he rose above that and lifted his people and brought them, I mean, a million-man march. Oh wait, that was, a, was that the 90s? I think that was the 90s. Maybe not the million-man march. But he did a lot of great things for his people, marched to Washington, D.C., did that great speech that we all know, right? Tengo un sueño, right? I have a dream. Tengo un sueño. That fucking speech that we still quote today, a beautiful man, right? Doing this during the hardest civil rights movement, toughest time, and still, what, what is it? Almost 50 years later, bro. See, no, 60 years later. We're still in the same shit, dog. Like, if not worse, fool. Fucked up, right? Fucked up. Makes you, makes you think. Like, where are these people now? I thought Obama was gonna be that man. Unfortunately, right? Just the politics part of it. Had you know, a lot of people didn't like him or whatever the fuck. That's fucked up. I thought he was a great president, dog. Fucking great, dude. Um, yeah, man. I don't even know what I'm saying here, dog. But I just want to give props to Mr. MLK, dog. And I think he deserves it. Cesar Chavez also. He has a holiday, but it's not a national holiday. Um, Cesar Chavez, again, man, some beautiful things, man, about that guy, dude. Right? What he did for our campesinos, for our people out there. But then again, you still go to Fresno to, to, to all these farms, and you still see a lot of the same shit he was fighting for. You know, how much of these people are getting paid? to to do their job out there, centavos to the dollar. But no one's doing nothing. But I don't know. I don't even know what Like, I'm going to do something. What the fuck am I going to do? Dog? But if I ever, if I ever, like, write this down. Write this down. This episode right here. If I ever get super famous, if I get famouser, dog, the famousest, I will. I will do something, dog. I will do, so. I'll, I'll, I'll tweet or something, fool, to give us better rights, fool. All right? Um uh, I don't know, dog. I, I I I hate to see my people struggle and anyone struggle, dog. It's tough, fool, right? And you just want to do something, you don't know what the fuck to do, bro. You know? Unfortunately, there's not much I can do because I never got educated that way. I never went to like a university or nothing like that, fool. You know? Uh, unfortunately, I'm probably not the guy you want to be led by. You know, I don't think you want me be to be the voice. But if I ever get or dog, Gabriel Glass is George Lopez style fool. You gotta best believe, motherfucker. I ain't gonna let my people get mistreated. Like if I see something, I'm gonna act on that shit, fool, for sure. See, ahorita quiero way que no soy nada way. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, dog. Just saying, MLK was a beautiful man, dog. Props to him, man. His day off yesterday. Um, for me, dog, you know. I wasn't around a lot uh, Morenitos when I was growing up, bro. Huntington Park did not have any Morenitos. I remember I didn't see my first Morenito live and in person until I was, like, 13, maybe, middle school. There was, like, the one black kid in school, in our middle school. Um, I'm, Honestly, yeah, bro. I'm, the Before that, I have shared a story. I got my bike stolen by Morenitos when I was, like, 11, 12 at Pacific, riding my bike on Pacific, Three morenitos surrounded me, and they took my bike. Um, That was, like, my only experience from them. And then my other experience from them was not another another good one, but my aunt got mugged. She got mugged and punched in the face for her purse, broke her nose. Uh, At the time, she was, like, in her early 30s. She was going to work at 5 o'clock in the morning, and she lived, uh, like... For those of you who are familiar, she lived, like, in South Central, which is only a few minutes from us, and Park. So she lived in a, more, in a more Morenito community, right? And she would get the bus there on 55th and Holmes. You don't even have to be from South Central to know that doesn't sound safe, right? And it wasn't. It was a very, very dangerous area at the time, especially in the 90s. We're talking about, like, 91, 92, dog. And sure enough, we get the phone call. Que mi tía Raquel está en el hospital. And everybody's freaking out. What happened? What happened? I remember we went to go visit her in the hospital. I remember her face was all bandaged up. Her nose broken. And, you know, she was just going to work, fool. And she said that these two African-American gentlemen, not sure if that's how she said it exactly, but la saltaron way. She was standing in the bus stop, 5 o'clock in the morning, and one of them tried. To, one of them snatched her purse. And as she held on to her purse, the second individual, allegedly, allegedly, punched her in the face, knocking her out, taking her purse. Her purse had $24. I won't forget this because I thought she had hundreds. Me being a kid, 10, 11... I thought, man, she must have had like hundreds. I thought adults, I thought all adults carried hundreds of dollars of money in their fucking purses and their wallets. Not until I grew up, I realized we don't. But at the time, I thought it was like hundreds. So I asked my mom, ay, ¿cuánto dinero tenía? Like, eso no importa, no importa. And then my dad, ah, de veras, ¿cuánto dinero tenía? I asked my mom, 24 dólares, por 24 la saltaron. And I'm like, damn. That's a lot of fucking money for a 10 year old, right? I'm like, shit, when it came up. Uh, yeah, it was an unfortunate situation, right? So I'm 10 years old. At this point, I hadn't even, like, when I'm talking about, of course I've seen them, but I've never, like, met one or talked to one or hang, hung out to one. Maybe, I, I'm guessing teachers would probably be, the, like, the only one, right? Teachers, but you don't see teachers as just people. You see them as teachers, die. You know? So you don't see them as friends, colleagues. You see them as fucking teachers, die. So maybe let's not count them too. And there wasn't that many African-American teachers in my elementary school. I don't think there was more than one or two, to be honest with you. Um, and, the one, and the one African-American teacher in my school was not a very nice teacher. that like, you didn't want to be in her class. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He was looking at you, Miss White. Okay? Anyways, uh, so it was rough. What I'm trying to tell you is that I didn't have that camaraderie, that friendship, that closeness to my beautiful African American people at the time you know uh, not until high school is when I started getting my first African American friends and then uh, which by the way not to f- the one African American friend I had in high school passed away uh, high school oh, here, here, here. hold on give me a second yeah, here. what happened what happened oh your, ba- your backpack what Something's back here. No, I've cleaned back. I'm cleaning back here. I've cleaned the back. What is it you're looking for? My phone. Your phone? I haven't seen it. Did you bring it to the restaurant? I don't think you did, dude. Yeah, because I looked in the room. You looked in the room. I didn't see it back here when I cleaned the back, dude. All right, let me see. I'm going to have to pause here. Give me a second. Pause this beach. Let me see here. All right I'm back I'm back uh we didn't find it. i uh, just tell them to keep looking anyways uh, yeah, so that was my only impression yeah the mo- one- one more friend r i p darnell uh one of the nicest guys ever uh he was a, our star football player and he passed away with an asthma attack. I'm telling you this because some of my high school friends listen to this and I no I'm trying to like ignore that part of our lives that actually happened, but our star quarterback and our one more than on he the team passed away and it was done during, during practice during during the workouts dog. i was i wasn't there it was a summer trial uh workouts it was super hot and uh compita got a asthma attack and just a week before we had a we we're at a house party we we're hanging out together messing around i remember and uh i really got to know him like a week before and that's why it kind of hit me at the time because of that because before that party you know, we were like, say what's up to each other. You know, shake hands or whatever. Say what's up to each other. But we weren't, like, homie, homies. We were just, like, we had a class together here and there. But nothing crazy, right? Just, like, hey, what's up, dog? What's up, fool? But at that party, we actually, like, hung out and, uh, you know, you know, do what kids do at parties, fool, you know? Drink some beer. Smoke a blunt. Cool people, dog. And I realized he's a really cool, like, he had a really cool energy about him, fool. Anyways, um... Yeah, so I, that was my first. And he, I can't even call him my BFF. The, then the other one, is the one I've also talked to, about before in my podcast, the one that I did when I did uh, community service at the school. He was a custodian. And he, I, I can't still remember his name. No me acuerdo su nombre. Because it was really a short period of time where I hung out with him. It was literally like maybe a couple months, like one or two months of hanging out with him a lot. And uh he, you know, he's, he's the one that turned me on to Tupac and Biggie and rap, basically, fool. I mean, at that time, I was a stupid-ass paisa, fuck, just listening to Spanish music all the time. He's the one that, like, turned me on to a lot of that music. And especially, that's around the time that Tupac got shot. And so, he's the one now. He was my go-to guy. He was the guy that was like, hey, what's going on? You think he's going to make it? Who did it? Who shot him? Oh, yeah. Then he was giving me all that phone on that. Um... I started making a lot of Morenito friends after high school. After high school, when I started working at, at school, Hooper Avenue Elementary School, South Central, Los Angeles, homie. You know, on 52nd and Hooper. um, uh, That's where I made a lot of my BFFs, Morenitos, dog. That's when we started hanging out. And really, it was just, and not only the, the adults, but the kids, dog. I fell in love with the Morenito kids, dog, and... They were dope as shit, funny, athletic, you know, love playing basketball with them, love teaching them sports. I was like the after school coach and yeah, they have a lot of issues. They come with a lot of drama, you know, very rough upbringings, um, and I really embraced all that. I really loved just hanging out with them. Not only Morenitos, but there was a lot of Cambodians that me uh, cause we we're near the project. That's where I met my baby's mama, my first wife, uh. Her little brother and sisters went to that school, and that's why that's where I met her, because she was from the same projects as well. Pueblo Bishop Bloods projects, homie. Yes, rough dog, rough. And now I'm 18, out of high school, 19. That's where I'm meeting all these fucking, you know, morenito friends, and just uh, I really loved hanging out, know, man, homie. I I, I just reconnected uh, with a. One of them not too long ago through Facebook. Uh, shout out to the homie E. Dario Yancey. Uh, this homie, dog, I, I love this dude, man. Super cool guy. Like my work bestie and shit. We used to fucking hang out a lot. And uh, I just. Good people, man. It's just like you know, it's dope, man. And so, what I'm trying to say, I had a late start at there, but I started really embracing their cultures, what they're about. Not until I started dating my base mama, and I used to go to the projects all the time, obviously to go hang out with her. Um, is when I started meeting a lot and hanging out and seeing how they live and what they're about. Y como son y no, si hay muchos cabrones, of course, right? Of course, I'm chingo de cabrones que no mames, wey. Scary, you know, weird, creepy, intimidating, de todo, of course, fool. But a lot of them were fucking dope as shit. Uh, a funny short story I like to share about me going to the projects all the time is that this these projects are are, are a blood territory. They're very blood-infested, gang-infested territory. So, Everywhere you look there, there's motherfuckers wearing red rags, red hats, red shoes, something red. Something red. You know, even if it's subtle, it's still red. It could be the belt that's red. It could be their wallet. It could be their shoelaces. It could be just something red always, fool. Y'all being the Dodger super fan that I am and I don't never like the red color red. I never liked the color red. I was always a big fan of wearing blue. I love wearing blue. It's my favorite color. Pretty much because of the Dodgers. And so uh I have Dodger jackets, Dodger hoodies, you know. I always wear blue jeans, uh, blue Air Maxes, blue and white, you know, Jordans. Uh I always had a lot, you know, blue I always wear that's my go to color, dog. Blue is my go-to color, dog. And so in esos tiempos way, you know, first of all, I had, you know, got a little popular, not only because of my girlfriend at the time that lived there, but at the school, right, which, the, which is a neighborhood elementary school where I worked at. So I, I was very popular with all the kids, all the kids in the neighborhood. So all the kids knew me and I was cool with everybody there and everybody liked me. I was always I like fucking around, having a good time there. So. That's why I felt safe driving around the neighborhood, the projects, la chingada. But every once in a while, of course, I'd get hit up. I would like, because there's no parking in these fucking projects. You have to park kind of far, right? So now I'm walking through the projects in the middle of the projects. And at least once a week, hey, homie, where you from, Holmes? I'm not from nowhere. I'm just coming to see my girlfriend. So with all that blue, homie, what's the blood? Me say, I'm blood. What up, blood? Where you from? I am from nowhere. I'm just walking over to apartment 14A to see my girlfriend. Who your girl? Alejandra. Oh, Ale, your girl? That's your boo? Oh, all right, all right. And then leaving her house, the same motherfucker. Once again, hey, homie, where you from? Whom? Hey, blood? Uh, hey, um, it's me again. The guy from earlier, remember, around 5 p.m. I was here. I know it's getting late, and I maybe shouldn't be here. But uh, we talked earlier. We communicated. We... Yeah, remember, I'm not from nowhere. Oh, blood, that's right, homie. All right. Hey, don't be wearing that shit around here, man. Don't be wearing, I mean, the Dodger shirt. Dodger sweater. Nah, homie. Don't be, be fucking red, wearing no fucking blue around here, dog. Okay, sir. Don't worry about it. The problem is that that's all I have. Blue. I love wearing blue. So every way, every, I would get hit up. And then eventually they're just like, oh, it's you again. What to I tell you? Like, what do we tell you? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. This is all I have. It was laundry day. And I never gave in though. I'll tell you this. I never wore red. Never. Because first of all, I didn't want to be a fucking poser. I didn't want to offend anyone. Act like I'm trying to be a blood or anything like that. I don't know. I was scared to just to wear red. I didn't feel I had the right to wear red. And uh, yeah, so my girl, like sometimes my girl, I'm, it's going to sound G-A-Y as fuck, but she would like have to walk me to my car when I parked far. I'd be like starting to watch, She's like, where are you going? Oh, it's I I parked far. Oh, let me walk you. I'd be like, um, okay, yeah, sure. But she had brothers, so her brother would come with us or whatever. Because sometimes, because they had some pieces so whose meetings, way, it was reunions, dog, and they were deep, dog. And these fuckers were loud, fucking chasing each other, thr- fucking gangbanging banging on fools that are passing by. No, my aunties, way, um, yeah, fool, uh fucking beer bottles. It was kind of dangerous, fool. Lo que hacía por el amor. Lo que hacía yo por el amor, wey. And she wouldn't even put out. She was, she was a virgin, dog. Like, she held out for, like, a year and a half. If it wasn't for my side chicks, oh, my goodness. I don't know what I could have done. But anyways, um, yeah, dog, so we did, like, yeah, I I did that, fool. So, eventually, they all knew me. Eventually, obviously, we stayed together and, so they they all started annoying me, but there were a lot of little haters there. Obviously, they like because they they had a crush on her, or they liked her, or they just felt overprotective of their neighborhood, of her, of any you know. And so, yeah, dude, yeah, every once in a while, I get I'll come home, I'll come to her house, and be like. Yeah, there was a shooting last night. Yeah, so and so got shot. Remember this? Remember this kid? The one with the bike? The one with the green bike? And he always had to, with the corduroys and the with the dreadlocks. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, he got killed last night. Oh, that cabron. on. That We on with chingao. So yeah, there was a lot of that, you know. And at least like three, four times that happened. We're like, oh yeah, so and so got killed last night, or so and so got shot, or so and so, or. The fucking the ghetto bird didn't let us sleep and a lot of that, man. There was a lot of that, man. Um uh, that was the early two thousands. I remember I, I used to watch the first Lakers uh championship run, year two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two. That's where you'd find me in the projects. So and when there were those Lakers playoff games, no mom is way motherfuckers are loud, fucking rowdy, crazy, just fucking watching the games outside. You know, they bring a TV out af- afuera when they're watching the games. You know, so adentro, y... No salgan, no salgan para afuera. No vayan a salir para afuera porque andan bien locos. Ahora los morenitos andan bien locos. And I'm like, yeah, 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 let's um... <coughs> Oh, yeah, we're not going in. She's like, hey, Jerry, ten cuidado cuando salgas, por favor, ten cuidado. Si quieres, te, te mando a mi esposo que te, que te camine... And be like, no, no, está bien. Está bien, a ver cómo la hago. Pues a ver cómo la hacemos. Y, uh, pues no se preocupe, señora. Que a ver si Dios quiere. Me todo, no, todo sale bien. But uh, yeah, that was, uh, it was a little scary. But nothing happened. Nothing ever happened to me. I just got hit up a few times. Uh, I would just walk quickly to my car. I wouldn't fuck with anybody. And no es por nada. Honestly, what did help me besides my chick was all the little kids I knew in the, in the neighborhood. I, I I would come out. I'll be, like, out, and the kids were like, Hey, Mr. Jerry, yeah, hey, Mr. Jerry, what's up, Mr. Jerry? Those morenitos de la escuela, los Cambodians de la escuela, los paisas from the escuela <middle> that lived around there, fool, <school> they all, like, came and say What's up? And, yeah, dog. And, hey, you, 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 your girlfriend, Alejandra? Your girlfriend, Alejandra? Yeah, it's my girlfriend. Ew, Mr. Jerry, you like Alejandra? Yeah, I like Alejandra. Ew, Mr. Jerry. I was like, yeah, man uh walk me to my car guys yeah please we don't mind <laughs> uh that made me feel safe um but yeah, I did a lot of that man so I was hanging out there man uh man made a lot of friends do a lot of my friends they taught me how to play dominoes one time I played dominoes they they ro- showed me how to uh play the dice game so I know how to play that um. Uh, like yeah, they would know you know, they would let me play with them once in a while. Uh I just things like that, fool. Like it was it was cool, man, but it's a very rough way to live in those projects. Very rough place to live. Come on. If those of you who do that, have done that, I'll part to you motherfuckers. I don't know how I would I never spent a the night there. Obviously they never let me. Their parents their parents never let me. Uh, but I would leave late. I would leave like at you know, as in the weekends, as late as one, two o'clock in the morning, just chilling, watching TV in in, in the living room. Wink, wink, if you know what I mean. Um, but uh, I can't imagine living there, fool. I just, I can't. I would tell those motherfuckers her brother was there. Um, yeah, it just takes a lot. Y'all, man, I get home to HP. It was only a short five, seven, ten minute drive to my house. Dog. I only lived like literally like two miles away. Different side of town though, right? Once you cross fucking Alameda you're good, dog. It's you're good. That's like a mile. You pass Alameda you're good. You're safe. Feel safer for sure. Um, I appreciate it being back. And um, so you didn't see a lot of monitors on each piece side. You don't. Obviously now, yes, there are different times you see a lot more everywhere, and it's all it's all good, baby, all good. But uh, that was my experience, you know, uh, at the time. So I. Uh, that was great. I I'm trying to say I, I really grew a soft spot for I for them, dog. And they were they were good to me. They were everybody was fine. Everybody was cool with me. And so I made a lot of close friends, fools I still talk to, you know. There's a good friend of mine, Trennell, you know. Trnell who was a homie. I lived with him. He was my first roommate after I got separated from the wifey. That's who I moved in with. I lived with him for a year before I moved in here where I'm at now with Jesus. But I lived with Trinell for a while he had an extra bedroom and he was more than welcoming i come over dog i got you fool got a spare room here dog if you don't mind living in linwood i'm like Ew, i guess and lived out there with him for a little bit and uh i consider him one of my best friends ever so yeah it's tough man it's it's a it's a it's a trip man uh might as well tell the story with now, <laughs> So Trinaw, you know, between us here, between us, nosotros somos familia, way. Between us, you know, obviously when when you're be- at home and with your when you're with your black roommate and you know it's the early two thousands. Nah, it's not two thousand. What is it like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen? Um. Uh, he uh, Anyways, my homie, I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to get at you know. The N-word is thrown around here and there, right? The N-word is thrown around. He's one of the few African-American individuals who would, you know, give me a pass, right? Especially when we're home, alone, by ourselves, watching the game, watching a movie, talking about women. I'm going to drop the N-word here and there with him. I feel comfortable that I can say it, right? And... He was always cool with that of course, right? It's a homie. That shit backfired on me one time cuz we worked together too. We we we're, were we worked at this at same after school program. And at this after school program, we uh had a Christmas party. So we had a Christmas party at this after school program and we got fucked up, right? We got super drunk, dog. Super drunk. I mean, I'm talking with open bar shit, bro. And so, I remember I'm fucking throwing up, can't drive, I'm all fucked up. So he's driving me home. He's drunk too, but he's better than me, right? He can take his, he can do, he can take his drinks better. At night, he, his Hennessy, you know, he was fine, right, with his Crown royale Royal, and Hypnotic. He was good all night, right? Um, so we're driving home. I live with him. We're roommates. He's driving me home. We're driving home. We stop. I'm passed out in the driver's seat. We stop at a, at a, at a, at a bus, at a gas station. He take, gets off to, go, go put, to pay for the gas. Right, He goes in. I'm fucking, I wake up. I don't remember much of this night, fool. But this is what I remember. And I, I've, we've told this story many times and with him. And so he helps me remember. That's why I can tell this story now. So I wake up, apparently, I get out of the car because I want to yak. I want to throw up. So I get out of the car, stumbling, start throwing up in the trash can by the, by the pump, by the gas pump. I have my head inside the fucking trash can throwing up, right? I hear an African-American's male voice. All right. I'm not going to quote him, but he's like, Hey man, you all good? You good man? And I'm like, nah, nah N word. I'm not. And then he goes, "What you say?" And I'm like, N word. What you think? Do I look good? N word. As my face is still in the trash can. He's like, Hell no! Nah. What what the what the fuck did you just say to me? He says, and I get my head. Now I realize it's not my friend. I thought it was my friend, right? I realize it's not him. And I get up. I get my head out of the trash can. And I look at him. And now I'm drunk. And I try and keep it real. So I said, you heard me. N-word. I said that to his face, fool. And this motherfucker just railed back and fucking punches me out. Fool. Paz, putazo, wey punches me right in the face, dog. Knocks me out, right? I'm fucking splatting the floor, fool. I deserve it. I deserve it. Uh I didn't pass out. I was just got I was hurt. My emotionally and physically, right? So I get punched, I hit the floor, I go down. I get back up. As I'm getting back up, he's going to hit me again and my friend, Turnell's fucking runs and grabs him. Says, no, 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 no. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? And he stops him. And I'm getting up. I'm bleeding from my nose, right? Obviously, I'm fucking bleeding from my nose. I get up. And y'all, yo, you know, yo, muy pinche bravo. Eh? guy? let him go. Let him fucking go. And I think I caught him the N-word again. But my friend's like, hey, hey, shut the fuck up, fucker. Shut the fuck up. And I caught, and I shut the fuck up, right? Me calmewe. Cause I'm also hurting. My fucking nose is throbbing. Uh I can barely breathe. Right? And anyways, my homie calms him down. Hey dude. Yeah, man. He's like, hey, this motherfucker coming N-word. And my friend's like, hey and then I did say something like, he tells me that I was like, I thought it was you, dog. I thought it was you, T. I thought it was you. And so he's kinda I remember he's like laughing a little bit, like, Oh man, sorry, man, my bad is my friend. He thought you were me. He, you know, he calls me that sometimes. And the guy's like, you you let him call you that? He's my boy, dog. Like, he's like, whatever. You shouldn't be saying that shit. You shouldn't be saying that fucking word like that, dog. He's like, I know. He's like, I know. I'm sorry, man. And I'm just like, well, I'm mad because I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed, right? I just got my ass knocked out. I'm embarrassed. So I'm not apologizing or nothing. But yeah, like yeah, me calme we yeah, yeah, he's like, get in the car. He's like, get in the car, fool. And then the guy who fucking knocked me out is like, I got a first aid kit in my car. I actually work at a hospital. Uh let me go help him. Let me go get something to help this bleeding stop fool. So the guy who punched me out brings a first aid kit and starts cleaning me up. And I might have said I'm sorry somewhere, dog. I'm sure I did. I was really drunk, guys. I was really fucking drunk. I might have said I'm sorry. I don't remember, to be honest with you, but I hope I did. I think I did. The, Everything calmed down. My, my friend's laughing. Um, I remember him, like, we're driving home over the next day. He's like, you deserve that, like, kind of shit, laughing, fool. And, you know, I laughed it off, too. Like, yeah, fucking dumb, man. Like, yeah, I did, kind of shit, and my bad, I can't be saying, like, you can't be saying that shit, if I let you fucking say it, because you're my boy, you know, between us, dog, but you can't be fucking going on. here, I go, I thought it was you, dog, I thought it was you fucking talking to me, dog, I know I deal with somebody else, fool. like, I would, I want to call another black dude the N-word, dog, like, it's fucking stupid, fool, I could get knocked out, oh, wait, I did, I did get knocked out, and I deserved every bit of that shit, and so after that, I never said the N-word ever again, and, uh, yes i have but anyways uh yeah man that's that's what it was that was that that's my martin luther king jr story (laughs) uh nah dude i got nothing but respect for the homies and uh the black community blm homie for sure um yeah, way. Do you know like any people for pinches cagapalos mexicanos, cagapalos de todo, wey. Hay cagapalos morenitos también, way. And sometimes, you know, like, you know, it, it, to be honest with you, it took me a while, a while to uh, um Yo, my comedy album It's Not My Weekend is playing exclusively on Pandora right now. You can listen to it entirely on demand and for free by just searching for it on the app. You can listen to it spinning all day, any day, 24 hours on Sirius XM comedy stations all night and all day. Sirius XM and Pandora is the audio home for comedy fans with tons of exclusive comedy albums and original comedy content. Check me out right there, bro. Just search my name. It'll pop up late. What is it? Perdonar. Forgive what you know, those two individuals did to my aunt. I was 10 years old and I did have anger. I think it was anger, but it was more fear, right? And that's what they say. A lot of this prejudice and racist comes from fear, dog. Right? So that's why there's anger. And so, it was, you know, separation. and Because at the end of the day, you're just afraid of the other side for some reason. Uh, I was literally physically afraid for, for of them for a while, dog. From the age 10 to like... I don't know. I mean they stole my bike at twelve. Uh so anywhere from like ten to like at least fifteen, sixteen. Um, you know, I was scared of them. I'm trying to remember other situations where like I came across those that scared me. Uh it would have to probably be at the basketball court playing in the parks. So I would get all scared when they show up and want to play us and shit. I'd be like, oh, I'm good, you know. Uh that's just more intimidating. Knowing they're gonna fucking whoop my ass on the court, but, um... Uh, yeah, dog. It was just, uh, I, I did. I, what I'm trying to say is this, that moment and that time when I was 10. It, it took me a while to be like, to are cool, dog," and not until I 18, 19, when I started working at that school with a lot of morningitos, is where I realized, yeah, man, these uh, fucking people are the dopest motherfuckers ever, dog. Um. I even played in, a, I played in a, an adult basketball league with that school that I was working at. I was working at that school still, Hooper Avenue. And then now I'm like 22 or something. I worked there for like six years. So now I'm like 22, 23. And the school faculty, staff, joined uh, men's basketball league in Linwood. Right? And our cafeteria manager, mama Junior, Morinito, At the time, he was like 40, 41, early 40s, late 30s, early 40s. And he was really good at basketball, like really good, right? So it was him, and he got all his little black homies that worked there, teachers, TAs, staff, you know, to get a team. They they wanted a Hooper Avenue basketball team. And so they got like six, seven morenitos to play in it, and I wanted to join, and they let me. They let me join. They're like, yeah, sure, come on, you could join. So I played, all right? And Junior was like the star of the team, fool. He was like the point guard. He was like a Russell Westbrook, fool. Like uh, now with the Russell Westbrook today with the Lakers, but uh, I'm trying to tell you, he did everything. He did. He handled the ball. He did. He drove the ball in. He, he was ball man. You can say maybe LeBron James of our team, fool, right? But I'm trying to say he had like a L- Russell Westbrook kind of style. Uh, his game was like that: aggressive ball handler. You know. He would sweep passes, basically the point guard. And that was my that was my fucking position, right? So I was his backup, fool. Right? So I was his backup. And I never I rarely played because he never wanted to sit down. He never wanted and he was a coach. He was a leader of the team, the star, and the coach. He's decided he decided on the starting lineup, on the on on Pinchio. Basically he was like when you're tired, take a break, like get subbed in by somebody, right? And so he would tell me, Jerry, you're going to back me up. You're the backup point guard. When I need a breather, you're going to come in. And I said, cool, I got you. Uh, you know, I was, uh, dude, I'm 23, bro. I'm like in the prime time anyway. No, I'm, I'm no slouch, fool, but I am the shortest motherfucker there. And, you know, so everybody else is more than he six feet and up. And I'm like five fucking six at the time, right? So uh, I'm the, I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is that he rarely let me play, fool. Rarely, I only play like five minutes a game, fool, you know? And I would bring a girl to watch me to show off that I'm a bad motherfucker playing in this Morenito League, right? Because they were playing against other Morenito teams, and I'm like the only Mexican running around. But I would be riding the bench most of the time, right? So until, until one day, one day, there must have been, I don't know what happened. I don't know if fucking fucking the dog pound dropped a new album or something, but none of the Morenitos showed up that day. Right? From the eight Morenitos that we had on the team, it was like 10 of us total. It was like two Mexicans, me and another dude that was Mexican, and then the rest were Morenitos. And from the eight Morenitos, only like three showed up, fool. So it was me and another Mexican, and, you know, it was like five or six of us total showed up that day to the game, including Junior. And so it was Junior, and... Four people, which included me. So I started, fool. I was the shooting guard, fool. I was the off guard. And let me tell you, motherfuckers. Let me tell you, man. I, my baby's mama could fucking confirm this because she was there and so proud of me. Uh, uh, she was my girlfriend still at the time. I took it to the game. We see nobody showing up. We're short staff. And we're like, hey, you're going to have to start. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I scored 30... Two points that day, fool. 32 points, dog. I was hot, fool. Hot. I was fucking player of that game for sure. I think we won the game too, dog. Uh, But Junior was like impressed. Like, hey, man, motherfucker, you could ball and shit. I mean, I'm telling you. I could shoot. I'm pretty good. You know? Uh, Because when I... Other times when I was coming off the bench and playing over five minutes, I didn't really do shit in five minutes. I would try and do too much. I would force shots. I would, like, get the ball stolen, make a bad pass, and that motherfucker would just give me this fucking stinker. Like, all right, I'm back in. All right, Jerry, get out. I'm back in. I'm like, motherfucker, I made a turnover. Dog, so I shot an airball, dick, I'm sorry. And the bench me full right away. Like, all right, fuck, I'm, whatever, dude. What the fuck? I paid my bills, my dues too? I paid my fucking $48 to join the league? What the fuck? Anyways, I didn't say nothing in my head. You know, in my head, I was sitting on the bench and saying all this. You know, like, fuck, man. But ese día, way they needed me. Well, they needed players. And I scored 32 points. Well, my girl was so fucking proud of me. She was like, my God, you're good. You should tell them to play you more. You're really good. I'm like, I know. i told telling them, but So, and then the next week after, or the next game, which is, I think we played like Wednesday nights and Saturday mornings, the next game, everybody came back, and I was back in the bench. And I think I might have played like ten minutes that game because you know I was hot and whatever. Or they, like, hey man, he had a really good game. Put him in more, and so it put me in more. I, I played like ten minutes and I probably scored like four points or something. That was I went back to reality, dog. And uh, but I had my day. I had my day in the park, and it was all more than Ethos on that game, bro. And I balled the motherfuckers up, balled them up, fool. Thirty-two points. I made like a bunch of threes. Made all my free throws. A bunch of fast break points, layups. Fool, I was on one that day, fool. On one, dog. Um, but yeah, fool. That's what it was, fool. And, uh... Yeah, and then after that, I retired. Honestly, me quitaron I was gonna way. like, they invited me the next year, and I was like, nah, I'm good, fool. I'm straight, dog. fucking... It was like $48 league fees for what? Just to ride the bench the whole year? Fuck that shit. I'm good. And, uh... Yeah, dog. I was just like, nah. I'm straight. Um good times though good times good people man happy martin luther king everybody ah <laughs> oh, man i don't know i don't know what to say. i think that's all i had to say about all that man i just went out of the whole rant fool how um uh, i love black people <laughs> i had a big crush on this monita too dog There was most monita man i forgot her name dog she's from atlanta fool From Long Beach, lived in Long Beach. I met her at a bar, fool, and we just hit it off, man. We hit it off, man. And I'm making her laugh, fool. I was with the homies and shit, and I'm making her laugh and hitting it all, vibing, bro. Prettiest Moranita I've ever seen in my life, dog. I think her name was Sarah or something like that. It must have been Sarah. Um, And uh, got her number, right? I'm all excited. Oh, man. Imagine me with a morningita. Though. She had a pretty petite, pretty body, fool, pretty ass face. I'm like, yeah, man. First of all, what are my parents gonna say, fool? They might, they might stop talking to me for a while, but you know what? She's worth it, fool. And uh, she lived in Long Beach, fool. And I picked her up on a date, right? And uh, I remember the first thing, I don't know if it was racist, but the first thing I said was, like, hey, I wanna go see 21st Street in Lewis. where Warren G. And Nate Dog talk a rap about, you know? And she took me through to twenty first street in Lewis, very famous Dog Pound fucking street. They they reference it in their songs a lot. On two one in Lewis. Remember that? And, uh, we went there, and ooh, man, they ain't kidding, man. That motherfucking place. Have you seen Training Day? When the guys with the doves, eating the doves, and now he's, like, cholos and shit, and, and bikes and shit, like, approaching to the cars and stuff? That's what that 21st Louis, was. In. oh, my God, it was just like that, fool. Just like that, dog. Very scary situation. And that's all cribs there. I eat. oh, everybody wearing blue, dog. Everybody wearing blue. It's crazy, dog. But anyways, um. Uh, I asked her, "Hey, can you show me where that is?" Cause she lived around that area, and uh, we went on a date, and it was not good, not good. She wasn't vibing me. the 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 magic was gone, you know. Cause it was like a week or two later. Right after meeting her at the bar, and I think we we're just buzzing. The perfect type of alcohol was involved at the time, where she was feeling one, she was on one, I was on one. I was just making her laugh and saying everything was fu- everything was funny what I was telling her. And then uh, obviously this was before like real texting, so it was like more like I had to phone call her. So I called her a couple times, had to talk to her on the phone a few times, and even that magic was kind of gone cause we we're both sober and, and it's fucking five p.m. on a Tuesday and uh so i just kind of like hey let's go out let's go out and she was like yeah sure let's do it whatever and i took her out and i took her to Chili's. (laughs) i don't know that's racist but i took her to Chili's, and uh the magic was gone it was boring the dinner was boring there was really nothing to talk about i felt like my accent was getting thicker and thicker as i talked and uh i could tell like she was just more like you know like well this was nice and i was like this was nice can we do this again? Uh, no, I think I'm going to, you know. You know what to say? I ain't going back. And my last boyfriend was black. And I ain't going back. Oh, got you. Got you. Well, I have to go back, right? Because you don't want to see me again? She's like, yeah. It didn't go down like that, but that's basically how it went down. And I just dropped her off that night, and I never talked to her again. For when I was just like, fuck. Fuck I had no game bro And it was just dinner And that was it And yeah That was sucks I could have been married Right now to on bad more than eat that way Anyways uh, Last thing about uh, I forgot to mention about uh, Pueblo Bishop Bloods area My baseball group That's where they shot Set It Off Set It Off was made right there for Yeah So if you watch Set It Off That's the fucking neighborhood I'm talking about all right, man, I got to go. Let's let's do some shout-outs, fool. Let's do some shout-outs. I got a couple people here hitting me up. Uh, I don't know if you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> I just I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass, dog. But I'm just going over memory lane about some good times, good peoples, and people I miss, and people I just miss a lot, man. Uh, okay, here, let me see. Hold on. Let me see here. Uh, let me look for these shout-outs, fool. I got a homie here, G. Ramirez23 on the IG. He's like, hey, hey give me a shout-out, fool, on your podcast. Laugh out loud. I'm like, I got you, compa. What's your full name and where are you from? And he put, just use my IG handle. I'm from West LA, 213, fool. Oh, real 213 area, dog. Where are you from? I'm saying, he laugh out loud. And he was like, I'm playing, I'm playing. Don't block me. Ha, ha. I'm from Woodburn, Oregon. You son of a bitch. Are you even from West L.A. at all? These fucking posing ass motherfucker. Woodburn, Oregon. I, I guess. fool. Uh, saludos, way. Saludos, way. Todo of here. <laughs> my mom, wey. Uh, shit. All right. Let me see here. What else we got? Let me see if I've, I don't have any anymore. I don't remember, remember screenshotting me anymore. But I was in Texas this last weekend. I had a good time out there, dog. You know. Uh, I was in Odessa and uh, San Angelo, bro, and they were fun shows, but they were rowdy as fuck, man, but uh, I had a good time, dog, I I can't lie, fool, I do do have a good time on stage. Uh, What I like about going to these small uh, towns is that people just appreciate comedy, fool, they just appreciate it, and they laugh at everything, and... It's just fun, dog. It's just fun, dude. So, um, thank you. I met some good people. Shout-outs to... There was a listener out there, Pablo. Pablo... I forgot his last name. Pablo and his wife were out there. He brought some friends to come check me out. Uh, Podcast American Wannabes, and it's not my weekend listener. Shout-outs to you, homie, from Odessa. Um, Also, in San Angelo. We had a, a Jeanette. Jeanette was out there with her mans... She said she watched a Netflix special and followed me on TikTok and shit. Uh, Shout-outs to them. I told them about the podcast and listen to it. Uh, there were some cool people. Other people I didn't really get a chance to fucking uh, write down and shit, but uh, there were some cool people out there. Uh, I give this fucker a shout-out on American Wannabees, but I'm going to give it to him also here when it's on my weekend because he listens to both, and he's the homie shit. He's the homie. I fucking... I really like this dude, dog. Danny Lopez, dog. David Lopez. Sorry, David Lopez. I really like this fool. I don't even know his name. It's cause D Lopez dog, he's a homie fool. He let me use his Showtime app, and uh, I we, I traded for him with a Peacock guy. So I gave him cock, and he gave me show, and uh, yeah. So I gave him a Peacock password, and he gave me his Showtime shit dog. So hey man, we say that's the way. Uh, great doing business with you this was turning 34 years old on january 16th oh so he just turned that shit this weekend fool happy birthday motherfucker dog. in fact it was a couple of days ago fool tom out of the way tom out of way um yeah fool i think that's it because uh that's pretty much it dog what else can i tell you fool uh i gotta get back to these motherfuckers so i know they're out there fucking around too much fool uh it's a school night um, speaking of shows, too, fool, uh, shows are starting to cancel on me, guys. Of course, you know, this fucking uh, resurgence of the Rona is affecting us already. Had a show this Saturday, canceled. Had a show this Thursday, and Bellflower, canceled. But instead, I will be at Lito's Bar, Cork Bar, Lito, in East LA. That was the bar where I left and got my Dio high. Mhm. Going back to the scene of the crime, East LA bar show, Thursday night, 2018 is when it happened in June, June 2018. I left that bar after a show, and I got my DUI. Uh, have I been back since? Yes, I did go back, like in 2019, a year later. Or so I went back a little after a year. I went back. Uh, it was weird. It was very weird going back. I had no drinks uh this time i'm probably gonna have a couple i'm not gonna lie but uh yeah for going back there to the scene of the crime if you want to check me out it's a bar show ladies and gentlemen please don't expect much but it's a free show east la i'll be there dog come check me out for please don't offer me drinks <laughs> uh and then uh other than that for yeah the rest of my weekends canceled fool. Um, i might do the haha i hit up uh, terry i told her i'm available the owner of the haha like hey man some shit just canceled i'm in town let me know if you need me she said okay i will and she hasn't so who knows all right Uh, if not i'm just gonna be chilling fool, watching some football how about them rams my side bitch rams they advanced congratulations very happy for the rams very happy for that team they play great kids are happy my kids like the rams so hey man i'm happy dog uh, unfortunately, the Raiders didn't advance. They lost to the Bengals. I saw that game. What can I tell you, man, guys? I know David Carr didn't play badly, but he didn't play goodly either. Enough to help us advance. A better quarterback be ad, makes helps us win that game. We got out quarterbacked by a young man of name Joe, Joe Burrow. Very good quarterback. Uh, that's what we don't have. And I think because the defense stepped up, the Raider defense stepped up, they did what they could against that potent, strong offense. The Bengals are for real, dog. And let me tell you, I know this because I was in four football fantasy leagues this, this year and I had Higgins, I had Boyd, I had Burrow, and I had mix Mixon, all mixed in within my four teams. So I follow that team very closely and they are very good. All right? And... Uh, I had the Raiders upsetting the Bengals. And I wasn't just saying that as, as a homer. I fucking put a parlay down. Uh, I, my dumb ass put the Raiders and the Patriots, uh, the Chiefs, and Tampa Bay. Those are my four teams I had. Yes, the Patriots will pendejé, But because the only reason I took the Patriots is because I hate fucking betting against Belichick. And Belichick always fucks me over, which apparently he did again. But every time I bet against Belichick and the Patriots, they fuck me over and they always beat me, dog. And they all, and I always tell myself, why am I betting against a fucking Belichick? Why am I going against? Why I should know better to fucking bet against Belichick. So this time I did the right thing, going against what I believe in, and I just thought being a, it was going to be a very cold game, fucking freezing weather. Patriots' food, I, I just felt that they were going to have a game plan like they did that other one where they, they ran the ball. I didn't think they were going to run the ball this whole time, all the time. I knew that, but I felt they were going to change it and just out coach, out maneuver, outsmart the Buffalo Bills. That's what I just thought was going to happen. Like turnovers, like the Patriots were going to like do two or three turnovers, fumbles, interceptions, where they take advantage and they just sneak out a victory. And I thought Buffalo was going to break down like they usually do, beat themselves. That's what I was betting on for that, for Belichick to out-coach the other team and for the other team to beat themselves. That's what I was betting on. And that did not happen, folks. Props to the fucking Bills, dog. And the Raiders, I took the Raiders because I genuinely believe the Raiders could beat the Bengals. Bengals are very scary. They're a good team. But are they ready? I didn't think so. Neither are the Raiders. But there are two teams that I felt... If the Raiders can beat anybody in this playoffs, it's this team. And that's why I took the Raiders, fool. And I love the Raiders. I, I'm not going to bet against the Raiders either, fool. So I, why would I fucking put Bengals in my parlay? It's either put the Raiders or don't put them at all. And I really wanted the Raiders, fool. They're, come on. I was going to be rooting for them anyway, fool. Might as well put them in the parlay. So ching in the sumari. Anyways, that's where I'm at. Congrats, dude. Uh, but the Rams... Man, I'm excited. I hope, I hope they go far. It'd be great to see the Rams in the Super Bowl, bro. I, I, I can't help but root for those fuckers, dude. I like I like them, dog. I really do. All right, I'm out of here, guys. You guys have a great weekend, fool. hora, uh, way, no mames way. have a great one, fool. I gotta go. Late.